Hey, hey there, business owner. Welcome to the Entrepreneur Evolution Podcast. This is our weekly episode, and I'm so happy you are here. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome to this week's episode of the Entrepreneur Evolution Podcast. I'm your host, Annette Walter. I am a business growth coach, operational strategist, and growth-minded entrepreneur just like you, scaling multiple companies across the United States. I am thrilled to share this week's episode with you. I'm joined by Susie Tomanchuk. She is a negotiating expert and her conversation with me is so genuine and authentic. She shares so many tactics and tips and strategies that that will help you with your negotiating. And I really just want you to stop and think about negotiating right now. It's in everything we do. It is in every transaction, every hire. It, it's even in parenthood when we are talking to our kids and working with our kids and and helping them. It's a constant. And chances are when you stop to think about negotiating, you are doing it more than you think of on the daily. So this episode will really help you with some different tips and strategies, and I know that you will really enjoy our conversation. And as we get started, I did want to remind you that I have some coaching sessions remaining for 2021. They are limited, but if you're looking for private coaching, if you're looking to do some 2022 planning, to really look at all of the avenues in your business, that's technology, finance, sales, everything that you are working with in your business. We look at it, we examine it, we audit it, we improve it, and we identify where the gaps are in your organization so that we can make the right hires to scale. So I encourage you to reach out, to DM me or to drop me an email at urock at Consulting, so we can take a deep dive into your business, we can help you, we can build your confidence, and we can help you grow and get really ready to launch and soar in 2022. You are making it happen, entrepreneur, and I encourage you to show up in our community, whether it's on social media, whether it's in one of our masterminds, or even in private coaching. I really want you to be here, and I'm very, very happy that you are here. So enjoy today's episode with Susie. I will talk to you soon. Well, hello there, Susie. How are you? Oh, I'm great. I'm so excited to be here. I am really glad you are here with our audience today. We are going to learn so much from you, and I just can't wait to hear more about you and your story. Today, we are joined by Susie Tomanchuk. She is out of the Denver metropolitan area, owner of Inturi Consulting, and she is a negotiating expert. That's true. I love it. I love it. And you know, when you really stop and think about the word negotiating, it is in everything we do. Yeah. Everything we do. And the first thing that comes to mind, honestly, is motherhood. (laughs) For sure. Right. And parenthood and fatherhood and, you know, just the basics. Right. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Give us your backdrop and then we'll take it from there, Susie. Yeah, that sounds good. And I love that you said that. And we often say that, but we really don't see it as much as it really happens around us. So the reason I got so interested in negotiation is I worked for a fortune 20 company. 
I uh, did some big technology deals and I, they just kind of put me in there because my personality was outgoing. I asked a lot of questions and maybe my competitive spirit, I just got the deal done. Mm-hmm. And given some guardrails, you know, our finance com- uh, department would give us some guardrails and I just learned how to do it. And I think as, as I started realizing and recognizing that people saw me as a negotiator, I had to become one mm-hmm. and think about how they're perceiving me. And so I did a lot of study and went to, you know, took some courses through uh, some great universities and uh, did a lot of research on negotiation and just found it was fascinating. Mm -hmm. Not only kind of the strategies and tactics around it, but the sociological aspects that get in our way. And I just started really loving it. Mm -hmm. And then I started teaching. I realized, like you said, through just being a mom, of three girls and even finding out now they're in their twenties, all the times that they had learned to uh, advocate for themselves Mm -hmm. and how important that is to not only negotiate for yourself, but also people are watching you. How do you make the people around you better? So that's kind of a, a bit of my background, if that makes sense. I love it. And, and tell us a little bit about the consulting practice. Yeah. So I, I do, I'm an executive coach. And so I do work with people and help them understand their superpowers, their strengths. Mm -hmm. And I also help them understand in groups and individuals, how to take negotiation strategies and use them more effectively or Mm -hmm. use them in a way or, or, or integrate them to be who they naturally are. So it doesn't feel foreign and having that recognition or that, that aha around, um, how do I do these things kind of in a day-to-day basis so that when the stakes are high, mm-hmm. you're ready right. and you, you can really understand how to use that. Because I think as professionals with everything that we do, negotiation strategies are really useful and how we clearly communicate, how we, how we articulate what we want how we really think about that interaction with other people. It's really, absolutely, you know, showing respect for the other side. Absolutely. Well, and you really, you know, there, there is always a win-win, even though in the thick of it, you may not see it or feel it. Right. And I'm just thinking about different scenarios that I see a lot of my coaching clients, uh, small business owners go through, whether they're talking to their bank and trying to uh, open up a new line, or they're trying to, you know, maybe buy a building or an office space. And, you know, you get all of the underwriting specs back and just negotiating through one or two of those, right? Some things that people may not even think that you can negotiate, right? So Mm -hmm. what's been, have you, do you have any kind of uh, different things to point out to, that business owners should think about negotiating that maybe you don't see them doing. I know that that's kind of a curveball question, but anything come to mind there? Yeah. Okay. So when you were th- talking about banks and, and different things, one thing I love to do that people, it's just a small thing, but when you do it, it, it adds a lot of power is those people negotiate all the time. And right. we don't think about the fact that they do. Mm-hmm. So I can get a lot of power in understanding that this is a game and we're negotiating. So when that person's more used to it, they expect it, I guess. And right. so that kind of gives me permission right. to be a negotiator. I think in some ways, those situations, if we look at it like that are actually easier than the times where the other side doesn't feel like it's a negotiation. Right. Does that make right. sense? 
Yeah. Or even if you think about like when we're in kind of the negotiating power, we're used to it as business owners, when you hire someone and, you know, you expect them to come back and, and negotiate with you and they don't, you're like, oh, okay, well then here we go. Let's just, we're, we're going with it. But sometimes when you get that hire and they negotiate and you really, really want them, it almost proves and powers up how, how much of the game you really want to win, how much you do want them on your team, how much value, you know, they're going to add. Right. Yeah. 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 For sure. And another hack that's super important that people forget because they are not looking forward to the negotiation is just preparing, even mm-hmm. taking that time to go, okay, what are all the things that are important to the other side? When I go to that bank, what are all the things that are important to me? What are the things even, what are they going to ask me? Mm-hmm. What are some of the, the leverage points of the right. deal and, and what's important to them? What's important to me. And even taking that time to kind of like, get it all down, mm-hmm. especially when we're inhibited by our emotion. We're either yeah. looking forward to it, whether we're excited or we're not, that yeah. can get us really cloudy. So taking that time can be really key to get you sharp about where you want to take the conversation. Absolutely. So tell us um, some, some, tell us a little bit more about the work that you do. How do you coach? How do you consult negotiating? What, you know, how do you walk somebody through that? Yeah. So I, I actually have a book that's coming out and it's so crazy. Like it's, I love it. It's so exciting. Thank you. I'm really excited. You know, it's funny just to take a sidestep. It's like you, um, I'm just proud of myself for finishing because writing a book is like, you get started and it's like, wow. Well, and you turn it around so quickly. Well, right? yeah, that's, I mean, you know, sure, I'm sure it's been like a long time, like in your head, in your head, yes. in your head. but then once you like started, you like really got it going. Yeah. I would say I would have liked to finish faster, but yeah, it takes time. It takes time to get through that, but, but thank you. Yeah. So tell us the name of the book. Um, it's the art of everyday negotiation without manipulation. And the idea is to just let just normal people really think about negotiation and, and those really traditional strategy and tactics like silence and framing and anchoring and what they mean and how to use them. But then also really thinking about yourself at the table too. Mm -hmm. And so a framework that I like to think about that I always talk to business owners about, um, just anybody that's negotiating is is that it's called pace, prepare, aware, close, and evaluate. Right. And I think why it's so important is if you think about negotiating, especially if stakes are high, it's very important for your business. If you think about it as a path, you can really get, make sure that you're taking advantage of each of those aspects, like the preparation stage and what you need to do and all the things you need to think about and even anticipating your emotional emotions mm-hmm. and the other person's emotions mm-hmm. and what their reactions and questions and kind of where they'll take the, the conversation. And then aware is about once you're there and you've done enough preparation, it's about thinking about, okay, what else does the other side need? Right. Are they getting it? Mm-hmm. Are they getting close and being very mindful so you can be in that moment? Mm-hmm. The more you prepare, the more objective you can be. Right. Really be present. Uh-huh. And then so many people don't think about the close uh-huh. uh, and, and knowing when they're ready to close and making sure you're driving to that, setting those expectations at the beginning and really moving through. 
Mm-hmm. And, and the last part is evaluate because once it's over, especially if it was some, something we weren't looking forward to, we're just like, let's just turn the page. Right. It's super important to really capture what you did well and what you want to think about next time so that you can get better all the time. So good. It's so good. So the acronym is PACE, prepare, aware, close, and evaluate. Yeah. Yeah. Really good. Really good. Well, and I love those words that you used prior to that, like the tactics, like anchoring and those different things that, that probably come so naturally to you. You realize it, you see it when probably someone's having those tendencies, but it may not be something that we think about. So we're definitely going to drop the, the link. If it's on pre-order, is it on pre-order right now? Yes, there is a pre-order. Okay. I definitely want to drop that link in the show notes. You have to send that to me after this call so we can do that. Absolutely. Um, So do you see often people negotiating with themselves and how do you help them with that? (laughs) And that comes in so many different flavors. It's like, you can negotiate with yourself before you go in. Like you got to be careful when you're in preparation stage or like, if you know too much about the angst of the other person and they don't have the budget for me to ask for more or Mm. what your, you know, the history of the relationship, like there's all those things Mm. that can hijack you and get in your way. It can just be a matter of a fixed mindset. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I recently went to a a fruit stand Mm -hmm. to get some fruit and I was just excited. They took credit cards and they just had these little, little baskets of fruit. And I found myself after I left, not realizing it was kind of substandard. Mm-hmm. I didn't get to choose the fruit. They gave me a bag. It was $15 for less than a pound. And right. what I realized was I was, I really got stuck in this set mindset that that was all that was, I didn't have it, the, I was, shouldn't really ask for anything different. They right. didn't tell me I couldn't, but I chose that. Right. I was just excited that they took a credit card because I didn't have cash. So I was right. like, Woo-hoo. so it's like you get this momentum around something you don't even realize. And by the way, it wasn't really a fruit stand because I got home and the, there were stickers on the fruit. So they had bought this from a, a grocery store. So the whole thing was just, you know, but I thought, wow, it's not interesting that even somebody that you would say, I'm very aware about those situations, I get stuck in it too. Right. And I don't see. So having that mindset around just questioning what's going on around, do I really want this? Um, can I ask for more, even allowing yourself not to get really set mm-hmm. and having awareness about you, that emotional state, like I said before, right. You're overly excited about, there's a lot of research that shows you get clouded Absolutely. and I was clouded. Absolutely. And that's such a good illustration, like a real time, real life situation where everyone's can identify with that. Mm-hmm. So tell us about your journey, Susie um, into entrepreneurship. Oh, wow. That's such a good, that's such a good question. So I came from the corporate track. Um, I left the big company I worked for and worked for, um, some entrepreneurs, but they were building a big company. And that was interesting to kind of see how they thought differently because they're running a business, right? When you're in corporate, you have a budget And so it's not quite the same. So that kind of gave me a little, uh, light into that world. Uh, and then I just went on my own, did some consulting and started realizing that when you talk about negotiation, 
people want to have the interaction and want to talk about it. So I started doing content and seminars around, uh, negotiation and just realized helping people yes. was something that was so it's so served me, mm -hmm. um, to be able to give to people and make them better and kind of be there. I like to say I'm a silent partner for others. Right. So it, it definitely is like every day, some days really high and like, oh my gosh, I can take on the world and I can do all this. And some days you just have to find your own, you know, ability to bring yourself back to where you need to go. And that right. struggle has been just a good challenge that I had to keep reminding myself that it's going to serve me later. Yes. Yes. Some days are amazing. And like you said, the highs and other days you really have to dig deep to, to bring it right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so tell us some of your favorite books out there that have helped you in your business. Um, well, everybody, when they talk about negotiation, they always talk about never split the difference, which is, right. was written by, um, oh, I'm not going to think of his name now. I uh, can't remember off the top. Chris, of my head. Chris, something he was, a but look up, never split the difference. Uh, I think he, he was a, um, hostage negotiator for the FBI. Wow. And so even thinking about the lens negotiation has so many different perspectives uh -huh. lenses into it. And with such great stories and illustrations, cause at the end of the day, it's all about our interaction with one another. Mm -hmm. And it's always different because we are all very individual and every situation is different. So it's right. understanding that. So I, I love reading about, there's also another one by Patty Duke, who is a famous, um, poker player. Mm. And she has some really great insights about that mind game and, uh -huh. and poker. And so I, I guess I just really love those books about true stories. Yeah. Um, and probably with that business lens, cause I'm always looking at, you know, how, how does this help people? I know. Right. Um, but those are two that come to mind that I just really think are amazing. The, those are really good ones. And I love how you mentioned, you know, playing poker, right. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's her expertise. That's, that's what she does for a living. But really, you know, it just speaks to the power of negotiation and how it is in every single thing. Mm -hmm. I love in your book how you put manipulation into the title mm. because, uh, you know, negotiation and manipulation are two significant words and uh, they, uh, they can be used in, in parallel, but at the same time, they're, they're so different. So how mm -hmm. do you really kind of illustrate that and distinguish that. Yeah. I think that comes from, you know, everybody has the, the way they first learned about negotiation. It could be that card car salesman. Like mm -hmm. for me, when I was growing up, it was like, there was an insurance company where they wore like gold jackets, you know, it was right. like the guy that, you know, I have a deal for you, you right. know, kind of thing. <laughs> and so I think that's where it kind of gets this bad reputation and so people are like, I don't want to be like that person. Right. I don't want to be not who I am. So negotiation feels very much like I'm going to take from you and even like do it in a way that you're not going to realize uh -huh. that I just kind of mess with you. Uh -huh. And I just don't like that sentiment. Uh -huh. Um, sometimes, you know, we're negotiating 
when it is a car or something like that, like maybe we don't care about the longer term relationship with that person or that company, but 95% of the time you're going to continue to do business with that person or your reputation is tied to that interaction. So I really think that you can be a really strong negotiator and well-respected without feeling like you're that person that's going for the kill. Right. I mean, that was, you know, the, the, the history of negotiation started in law school in like the seventies, eighties, where they really taught about, you know, those kind of the way you take advantage. And it was very win-lose in that. And then in the eighties, it really started getting into the business schools And now there's so much more around the psychology of it. And we really talk about it being a much more universal thing that we need. Right. When you think about that, you just understand the evolution also has come with how we do business. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And I, you know, when I think about the word manipulate, it's one of the, uh, it is all tied to emotion right? And negotiation is tied to framing your emotion as well. So you really kind of think about a positive emotion, right? Having a positive outcome and negotiating and manipulating, almost having a negative emotion and a negative outcome, right? But they're all centered and grounded around the emotion, whether it be trust, like you mentioned, or just that relationship building or engagement or doubt or being centered or being open-minded or closed-minded. It's so interesting. Mm-hmm. It really is. Yeah. I guess if you could always honor to take the trust is a key thing that you said. Mm-hmm. And if you can really think about honoring the relationship. Mm-hmm. And keeping that, I think that can be kind of like a North star mm-hmm. that will allow you to think about, you know, this is what I need, but what can I also, what do all, you know, you're in your prep, you're also thinking about what does that other person need? Right. And how can I get them to say yes? Not right. so you can trick them into saying yes, but you're thinking about what are their needs too? Like, where can we meet in the middle? Yes. And, and you actually want them to feel like they got something too. Totally. Exactly. So, so with that in mind, do you have any good key phrases or any good, you know, uh, I guess, uh, um, like sets of words that set you up for a good conversation to open it up? Is there any good go-tos that you could share with the audience that come to mind? Yeah. I I just thought of one tip when you said that uh, along the same lines is never say yes to the first offer. Okay. And some of that is just because if you do think about it, not only you might have some other money or other things on the table by pushing uh, beyond it, but also if you say yes, the first time, then the person knows they could have gotten you for less. Mm. So you're kind of like making them feel like they got something lesser. Mm -hmm. So you're, you're actually damaging the relationship. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a really key thing. I like to talk in, to answer your question about some of the things, um, sometimes I'll tell people to frame the conversation. Listen, we, what, when it's appropriate, uh, I really want to sit down with you and talk through these three things so that we can get to this end. Okay. And framing it. So they mm-hmm. understand you can even use the word let's start and negotiate how we're going to get to this end. Let's, let's, and, and give them this, uh, spirit of, 
I want to understand where you're coming from as well as, mm-hmm. as mine. And when we get to the end, I want to have this result. A good outcome, outcome. right? Yeah. Okay. We, we get stuck in that. Or even, um, you know, my daughter just, uh, interviewed or, uh, got an offer for a job and she, the recruiter called her and she said, what do I say when I call back? And I said, just ask if it's firm. Okay. So just ask, you know, is this, can you give me a range? Mm-hmm. Can you, is this a firm, like, or even asking people like, what is your budget process? Mm-hmm. Or do you have a number in mind? Like, mm-hmm. what are we, not that I'm trying to, like, I'm not going to, if you say 10, $10,000, right. I'm not going to be nine, 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 nine. Right, you know? right, right. I'm going to come in just under it. But if you can get a sense, I really always in the first conversation, like to get a sense of how open they are to have the business conversation. Cause that's what we're always trying to avoid right. or understanding. Do they have a number in mind a range? You know, if you kind of put it out there at the beginning and start talking it through all through the stages, it doesn't feel as icky. Right. So those are some of the things that I, cause money is always the thing that people wait to spring on mm-hmm. or have a hard time money. talking about. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So when you were saying that uh, CarMax came to mind because they took quote unquote negotiating out of the experience. So what are your thoughts on something like that? Yeah. Where they flat out said, nope, we're going to, we're going to make it easy for you and take the negotiating out of it. Yeah. Is that clever marketing or is it simplifying? You know, it's a really good question. And (laughs) do you really know? But I always ask, (laughs) I always ask, I'll be like, so tell me even saying things like, what have you given to others? Mm -hmm. Has there been something that isn't advertised Mm -hmm. that I could take advantage of? Because if there was a precedent and sometimes that catches them a little bit off guard and then they're, they just kind of tell you, right. Um, or I'll just say, is that really true? Like, you know, I'm really looking for this number. And so I I might go somewhere else and just kind of like, depending on the relationship, I try to, to push a lot of different ways to see how, and then you can really tell if they've, if the company's really taken that sense that some companies have right where they, where there isn't a lot, but I always try to go for something because maybe it's not the price. Right. But maybe it's the add-ons. A lot of times they stick, they stick to the price. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of other things that you can get. And just by simply asking, what has somebody else gotten can like, just give you a hint into what is possible. Absolutely. And those are great suggestions. I know that you have helped many, many executives and you are launching some cohorts right now. Is it okay to talk about those? Yeah. 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 So, um, I do have, uh, women's cohorts that I, I, I really have a passion there. This is just one thing that I do. I work with men too, but mm-hmm. I really think that that having that community for professional women is really key. And we do cover like advocating for yourself and even networking and mm-hmm. <clears throat> defining your purpose and all those things that kind of level up. The whole idea is going from that doer to that strategist or Mm -hmm. really going to that executive level. So it's geared toward kind of that middle management, high achieving, high potential individuals, but it also has that community piece to it where, um, the community can support one another. 
It's so great. It's so great. Thanks. Well, I am just so happy that you and I have grown together and gotten to know each other, yes, especially over this last year. I am thrilled about your book and beyond proud of you and what you're growing and the impact that you're making all across the board. It's just phenomenal. It's such a powerful topic and you are so authentic and so real and so genuine in your approach to it. You've just really created something remarkable here. You should be very proud of that, Susie. Oh, thanks, Annette. I have so much admiration for you and your strength as a as really helping people scale up their business. So it's such an honor to know you. Oh, well, good. Well, I will drop all of the information into the notes, especially that book. I can't wait to read it. I'm very excited about that. And um, we'll be sure to drop the link to your website and everything else so that our audience can learn more about you and understand more about the art of negotiating. Thank you so much, Susie, for being here. Have a great day. Thanks, you too. Bye. Bye. Wow, what an episode. Did you learn something new? I hope so. I am so happy you were able to be here with us today. I'd love to hear from you. Leave me a review and I will be sure to read it and respond to you. Also, if you'd like to email me, my email address is urock at iEvolveConsulting.com. Hit subscribe and every Tuesday you'll get notification when the next episode drops. We really have some amazing interviews and tips in the future. Anything you need, I'm here for you. I want you to keep your momentum. I want to help you stay accountable. I want you to stay inspired. I want you to evolve. So please let me know what you need and I'd love to hear from you. Take care until next time.